listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We've got the ultimate wingman on our show today. This multi-talented actor starred as a goofy pilot on the popular show Wings, and he pops up everywhere on TV and the movie screen. I mean, he's played JFK, he's played a comedic vampire hunter, a murderous husband, and now he dares to take on the most challenging of all acting roles, headlining a movie with a dog. The show's called Duke, and it's set to be unleashed April 28th on the Hallmark Movie Channel. And our special guest is the always engaging Stephen Weber. Hey, welcome to the show, Stephen. Did you just say unleashed? Because, Arden, that was a very poor pun. But oh, seriously. No, say it ain't so. so. Seriously. Uh, I that, well, thank you very much. That's a great introduction. Oh, thanks, thanks. So I just found out from my producer, you're not in some swank hotel right now or getting bonbons delivered to you. Where the heck are you? I'm sitting in the parking lot outside a drugstore in Brentwood, Los Angeles, because even though I am a versatile, still handsome, wonderful actor, I've got to run errands. <laughs> oh, your yeah, wife is making yeah. you do honeydews, huh? Oh, honeydews. Well, my wife works like crazy. You know, the life she's supported my acting career uh, by working incredibly hard and being very good at what she does. So while she's out bringing home the bacon, I run the errands, and then when she brings home the bacon, I fry it up. Okay, so you bring home the bagels, she brings home the bacon, right? That's right, that's right. We and- complement each other perfectly. And we got to give a shout out to your wife and your two boys. So here's your opportunity. You've just been dying to say hi to them. I love you, honey. And boys, <laughs> get your feet off the wall and stop choking each other. <laughs> well, we're going to learn a little bit more about how Stephen Weber portrayed this homeless war vet. He bonds with a stray dog named Duke on the show, Duke. But we got to pay for this show, and we can't ask Stephen to pick up any errands for us for now. So we're all going to just take a quick commercial break. I want everybody to sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com 
All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We are lucky to have our special guest. He is Stephen Weber. You know, you are everywhere. And I just caught you double dating the characters Joy and Melanie on Hot in Cleveland, the Betty White show. You didn't want to date Hot Betty? She's too loose for me. I like somebody <laughs> who has uh, some morality. You know, I need somebody who has some restraint. Uh, I tell you, that experience on that show was so fantastic. All those girls are brilliant, and such fun was had by everybody, and they're very professional. And, uh, and of course, Betty White. I mean, one day I was on the set with Betty and Carl Reiner. Wow. So everybody was just kind of hushed while they, uh, while they told stories. It was really a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, you have to be careful because I think she is the ultimate cougar by default, isn't she, at 90? I mean, I don't know if cougar really... <laughs> captures what she is. Maybe saber-toothed tiger. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's voracious. Oh, she was on our show. She got me with a few zings with a smile. But she's great. She's an amazing... It's almost terrible to have to say this, but she's in amazing shape. She's, you know, up there. And uh, you know what? There's no reason why this woman and many other women and men in that age who have it all together should not be, you know, uh, on television more and doing more movies. It's it's really, um, I think it's great that TV Land has, uh, has that show on the air. Well, I'm glad to. And you did a great job. And we're not going to spoil it, but you did play, I guess, Joy's ex-husband. And there was some kind of a confusion in a hotel room. And you ended up with Melanie by Valerie well, Bertinelli. <laughs> Thanks for not spoiling it by telling know, me the entire plot. But I didn't say what happened at the end. There's something that happens at the end. I'm not going to let the, the dog off the leash, as they say. This is a dog <sighs> show. Okay. Out of the kennel. Uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, terrible guys wearing suits for 10 years, and intermittently they still trot out the old kind of um, womanizing jerk uh, character that I play, that I used to play a lot. So that was kind of what he was. Okay, well, this is a perfect segue because you're not a jerk in Duke. You play a, a guy right. with a lot of soul. You play Sergeant Terry Pulaski. Give us a little bit of uh, background on what the uh, plot is for Duke. Well, first of all, it's a Hallmark film, and this is not your average Hallmark movies. You know, their brand has been more of a, I guess, sweeter, more fun, lighter TV fare. This is that, but more. It goes deeper. It goes a little darker. And uh, this is a, based on a true story. It's about a, uh, a man who was a... Uh, Iraq War veteran who had some injuries and had post-traumatic stress and basically could not handle life, uh, civilian life, and ran away, essentially, ran away from home, from his family, from his children. And with him came their loyal dog, uh, this dog named Duke. And they spent 10 years homeless together on the road. And Duke eventually gets ill. And Terry, obviously unable to deal with certain realities of life, kind of gives the dog up. He brings the dog to a veterinary clinic in the hopes that they will either put him down humanely or, or treat him, but he, he can't deal with it. And without giving the rest of the story away, it's really incredibly heartwarming and, again, a little darker than normal for the Hallmark company, who understands their audience, I think. Uh, this is the same audience that appreciates that sweeter, lighter stuff will also relate a lot to this story, I think. Well, I went on the website. I want folks to go to the hallmarkmoviechannel.com. If you do the little slash HMC slash Duke, you're going to see the movie premiere. There's cute videos. There's insights into the cast. 
I really like your comment you wrote about Duke having a little bit of some quirks, I guess. Can you talk about Duke played by a border collie named Zeke? I mean, uh, I think I might have been, you know, exaggerating and trying to, uh, you know, kind of uh, anthropomorphize my co-star. He was actually incredibly smart and sweet, but he's a dog and um, and a film dog, and so his trainers were ever-present. But I would say that there were a couple of moments where the trainers had no control over Duke, and luckily the cameras were rolling in a, uh, in a scene where I had to be in deep emotional stress. I guess uh, I'm patting myself on the back. I was so good that Zeke was utterly convinced that I was going through real trauma and came over to me and started taking care of me, started nuzzling me and caring for me in a way that was perfect for the story, but also it made everybody stop and realize, you know, the importance of having these pets in our lives, you know, these animals, these beings. And uh, I'm not exaggerating. It was very stark and emotional and, of course, the producers were jumping up and down saying, did we get it? Did we get it? Yeah, we got it. Because it was a crucial moment and crucial to the story in expressing how tight their relationship was. So, you know, he was really, really on the money. Duke was Zeke, actually. And his trainers were fantastic, very sweet and very loving and caring towards their buddy, their dog. Yeah, you know, you just fooled a border collie, the Einstein of all breeds who could out-sniff you, out-see you, out-run you. You did an acting job on him. Well, that's good. how good I am. <laughs> I think you should take a play bow. Sorry, that's a dog talk. <laughs> that's right. And you know, it was so funny because after I shot that movie, my family and I went to Scotland and we were walking in the back roads of this um, town in the fields. And sure enough, somebody was uh, had a border collie and was working with the border collie to herd sheep, you know, like in the movie Babe. Right. And it was so fascinating to see how alert and smart and cool. I have to say that these dogs are cool. They're so smart that they have a kind of a sense of their self and they kind of know that they are looked up to, especially by their human companions. And it was fascinating to see the dog at work, you know, out of his out of the show business environment. But yeah, they are very smart. Zeke was terribly smart, terribly affectionate and professional in, in as much as a you know a, an animal can be professional on a set. He was more he wasn't a doggy than many diva? actors I've worked with. Was not yeah. a doggy diva, believe me, I've worked with some humans that uh, are way, way worse. Believe me. Now, we're not going to spoil a plot, I promise you, but you did say he did get ill. How did this cute, smart dog play the role of a very sick? I mean, I was crying hearing him crying. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> but again, it's movie magic. It was his trainers had gotten him to go completely limp, to wow. kind of crawl along the floor as though he, his legs were not working. And it was really fascinating to see and to see the, the extent with which this beautiful animal could understand commands and act them out. I mean, obviously, he was rewarded after every good execution. But, you know, it's just the, the credit goes to the trainers, the very mm -hmm. smart, cool, loving trainers. Do you know what his kibble price was? I mean, you guys get paid in uh, dinero. What was his something he really uh, liked? You know, he would not talk about it with anybody. And it, again, <laughs> it's protocol on the set. Actors don't discuss their salaries with each other because we don't want to get jealous. Just, okay, just yeah. Just say that his coat was shinier than mine. Okay, so okay. Uh, <laughs> I suspect that he was getting uh, a little uh, boosts and extras that I was not uh, able to get. 
you know, and he's got somebody picking up after him, too, on a leash, you know, that's kind of nice. I guess if you want to lower the tone, Arden, you can. Yeah, yeah, you know, got to have a little potty mouth once in a while, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But this show, though, I mean, what drew you to do, play this, the role of Sergeant Terry Polanski? I mean, you did it very well, and there is a lot of range, and, you know, with your connection with your daughter and what happens 10 years later, and yeah. the veterinarian scene. I really love the scene of the veterinary clinic. This lady was standing to her standards. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What drew me to it was the depth of the role and the writing. It's not often that one gets to play a character that's so juicy, in a way. And like I said, I've been playing for the last 10 years, you know, mean SOBs in suits, you know, guys with authority and smarts, which I don't possess, I possess neither in real life. So here was a departure from those roles. It was a little dirtier, a little down-to-earth, a lot down-to-earth. And also I felt, really, that it was a character that a lot of people can deal with. It not only exposed me to the world of, of animals and dogs, more so than I am normally, but more than that, it was about the returning veteran and PTSD, and it goes into some depth on that subject, how much of an issue and a problem that is, and also how important having a companion, a pet, is for these men and women who returned damaged. You know, there's a reason why Duke and Terry were together. You know, Duke sensed (laughs) this wounded person that needed his help, and he knew that he could help, and that's the case in real life. So, those were elements that drew me to this character. It was more than just an average acting job for me. And you touched on a good point. I mean, I'm seeing more and more dogs being trained to be paired up with the military veterans who've been injured emotionally, physically, both. And the healing power of pets is just, we're not even scratching the surface of what they can do for us. We've had some military vet trainers on the air on the show, but I think I like that also. It's a very realistic portrayal. You know, it isn't glossed over. Your character isn't Mr. Perfect. You know, right. so I think you're right. If I was you, which I'm not, I would have taken on that role, too. I'd have to grow well, a foot, know, though, because you're a foot taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, movie magic. You could wear heels. Oh, okay. There, um, you, go. there you go. Yeah. But again, yeah, it was incredibly rewarding. And I found out along the way, you know, doing my research for my character. Again, you open a lot of doors that you wouldn't normally open. And there's actually an organization called Pets for Vets, which is on the Internet, which is worth looking at. And it discusses the efficacy of the positivity of veterans, who uh, returning veterans, uh, kind of pairing them with animals who can, can really help these people. Because you get unbridled love, you know, unconditional love and loyalty. And that means a lot for people who we've encountered tough times. We're speaking with actor Steven Weber. He is starring in the Hallmark Movie Channel production called Duke. It's going to be airing on the Hallmark Movie Channel Network on April 28th. For all you folks out there, it's going to be at 8 o'clock Eastern and Pacific and 7 Central. I'm really not sure what the time slot is for our listeners in Singapore, but we do get listeners from that country, Stephen. Just want to throw that yeah. shout out there. Okay, um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask around. Okay, you ask around. We're going to talk okay. more with Stephen and what he's up to and how he rose from being at one time, I guess you were an elevator operator at a health club, <laughs> to the superstar yeah. that you are today yeah, right yeah, after yeah. we take this commercial break. So everybody, please sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash. Right after these messages. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. 
If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Hi, this is Betty White, and I'm inviting you to tune in to the Old Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Old Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We have Stephen Weber in the house. Well, actually, he's in a car outside a drugstore getting ready to pick up some supplies for his family. Um, I but, just have to know. get some razor blades. I have to get some <laughs> razor blades. I have to get some aspirin. You know, man stuff. Manly stuff, manly stuff. You have movie magic, we have podcast magic, so we're making this look like we're right here. But I noticed in news and around, you are quite the voice over in-demand guy. I mean, you have been in a lot of different films and animated films, and I love your character. There's one, I think it was called Charlie B. Barkin. That's right, because there was a uh, TV series based on a successful series of movies called All Dogs Go to Heaven. And so I was one of the uh, the dogs. Me and uh, the late, great Dom DeLuise were paired together, sitting in a recording studio for uh, about three years. And uh, was really, really a lot of fun. And yes, I have worked with dogs, and I have been dogs. There you go. Now, do you have any dogs? That's the irony. I oh. don't. As much as I love them, uh, the fact that I'm out of town a lot and my wife works very hard and my two sons who are 9 and 11 are in school, we've always felt that it would not be fair to have a pet, a dog, and have them be home all the time while we're away. We are nudging ever closer, however, because especially with uh, the advent of having done some Duke, basically my boys keep asking me, well, look, what's the holdup now? You've already worked with a dog. We want to have that opportunity, too. And so we're getting very, very close to it. It's Again, it's a matter of, really, we want to be there for the animal, you know, for our new family member. We don't want to just take him for granted, which I think is a problem, you know. And uh, But we're getting very, very close. Getting very I, I salute you for that dog. mindset because, you know, you can fall in love, but you're going to have that dog longer than a life on a TV sitcom, probably than the life of your cars. And your boys, you know, you and your wife will be having that dog when they're off to college. So you well, really... You gotta I mean, get one pick with a purpose, you know? Yeah, you know, it's not an accessory, you know, it's it's not a piece of luggage and and in a way, you know, not to, I don't wanna stir people up, you know. I mean we <laughs> my boys have fish or we also have this frog, which I call the Miracle Frog, which uh, was bought one Christmas at the Sharper Image stores. It's a frog that stays underwater and you buy it in a box. It's amazing. It should not have lasted this long, but it has <laughs> miraculously. It's still kicking and What's his uh, name? and so his name is Funny. <laughs> okay. okay. We're not very big on original names. Funny. That's all right. Okay. You got and, alliteration um, going. Yeah, Funny the Frog. And um, so that's about the extent of our pet ownership. Before that, it was, you know, we tried things out by having a Venus flytrap, and uh, that was very successful. And then we moved on to simple animals like fish and frogs. If this works out, then we move on to uh, uh, higher orders. Okay, well, that's a really nice game plan. Now, back in 1990, you did a little quote. Someone said, they asked why you act. The quote attributed to you. I'm just making sure it's from you. I can't do anything else. I can't type or run a computer. I've been fired from jobs as a custodian, waiter, and elevator operator. 
acting has always been my passion. True? Yeah, I think it is true. I mean, uh, since then, I've, I've acquired other talents. But, well, I mean, I, I like to write. I've been, uh, you know, but mostly in the performing arts, and my talents lay, or well, I have my newly developed talents. But, yeah, that's basically it. I was lucky enough to be able to work consistently and still am, and um, I'm very grateful for that. I was just checking out the Huffington Post. You have some a lot of things to say. You're a contributor. You describe yourself as Stephen Weber, actor slash wise ass. Yes, I do, because uh, <laughs> it, it gives me plausible deniability. Well, because I uh, opine on a lot of subjects that I probably have little or no authority to talk about. And uh, because I have a modicum of celebrity, I think it attracts the notice of some people. So in the last several years, I've been writing for the Huffington Post, mostly very political stuff. And I have to say that sometimes I wish I had not done that because while I believe it's everybody's right to express themselves, you know, if you're an actor, you want to have people like you. You want to accrue an audience. My political opinions will repel people. And I've gotten into scrapes where people have sworn me off. But I have done some writing, and and I've enjoyed it. But it's more dabbling. I would rather do more theater and do more acting. It it is what I I really love to do and have been fortunate enough to make a living in. That's where I really belong. Okay, well, you do that well. And, you know, I did enjoy the sitcom Wings. You know, I think your character was Brian, wasn't it? Yes, it was. You and your brother were played by Tim Daly. Tim Daly. Yeah, what a great actor. That was a a great team up, I think, don't you think? I agree. And in many ways, while it ran for a long time, it was kind of underrated. Uh, It's being rediscovered now by a lot of people and by actually younger generations who see in this show something that's genuinely funny, but it's not crude at all. It's it stayed away from more kind of sensationalistic topics that are now all over TV. And I'm, I'm no prude, but there's something to be said for a kind of restraint. It made the writing funnier. It made the acting funnier because we didn't go for any easy jokes, not the ones that I go for every day. Uh, but, you know, they were a little, I don't know, they were restrained. And in being so, they found different ways to make people laugh. It was a, it's still a very much beloved show, and I'm grateful to have done it. You got a great supporting cast, and uh, you know, oh, God. Th- you guys Shalhoub fed off each other, yeah. Tom Church, and of course, Tony, Amy Asbeck, Rebecca Schull, David Schramm. I mean, we we had a great time, and uh, and again, it's being rediscovered, which I'm happy about. All right, so what's next on your docket? You've done Duke; it's airing April 28th on the Hallmark Movie Channel. Where else can yeah. we uh, see you next? Stephen? Uh, well, I've actually been pretty busy the last couple of months working on a pilot with Cuba Gooding Jr. for, uh, I think, FBC called Guilty, which is a really great pilot. We don't know if it's going to be on the air yet. I was in the uh, finale episode of this very successful show called Two Broke Girls. I've done a lot of guest starring in the last few months on shows, and I'm about to start another Hallmark film just in a couple of weeks called Tom Dick and Harriet, which is another departure for Hallmark. It's kind of a funny film about you know a guy who's an ad executive who's middle-aged who loses his job and he decides to use the talents of a kind of a young con man. It's almost like a Cyrano de Bergerac thing where the okay. young con man gets the job. But what it is is about ageism in the workplace. Again, another topic that is of concern to a lot of people. And Hallmark is, I think, very smartly giving its audience loads of credit because their audience actually probably can relate to this topic as well. You're getting ready to start the filming on it? Getting ready to start, yeah. It's called Tom, Dick, and Harriet? Yes, and Harriet. Okay, good. 
All right. And yeah. when do you think we're going to be able to see that? Do you know when they're oh, what's on, on their uh, no roster? Idea. Okay. No idea. No idea. No idea. But uh-huh. lots of things are going on, and uh, this is this is a typical pilot season. You know, a lot of actors are out there, and uh, I'm one of them. I'm a journeyman actor, and we all try to get the same job. And sometimes you get it, and sometimes you don't. But uh, we're always busy. I'm busier than than ever, really. I saw you on Brother and Sister. You played the suit man. I know. I remember. Yep, suit man. Suit man. Suit man. <laughs> I, look like, I look good in the suit. Every guy looks good in the suit. And you got a nice smile. You know. And sometimes that smile can be friendly, and sometimes I could be like, uh-oh. So you've mastered your smile. It can be welcoming or get away. Arden, are you coming on to me? Yeah, no. I, I love it, family man. No, 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 no. No, I'm telling you, that to me, you can say all the words, but it's what your face does sometimes I think says a yeah. lot more. And I'm well, saying that thanks. as a compliment from a person who's never acted, who just appreciates people who can do their job. Well, I appreciate that very much. Very nice of you. Thank you. All right. So we're talking with Stephen Weber. He is the star of the show, well, we should say co-star of the show, Duke, which also has a border collie by the name, real name of Zeke. FYI, I have a cat named Zeke. He does not look anything like this border collie. And in the show, we also want to give a little shout out to some of your co-stars. You've got, let's go ahead with the main characters. We want to do a shout out for Alice, who's played by Sarah yeah, Smythe, the veterinarian who plays Dr. Angela. She yeah. was great. What'd you think of Allison? Hosack? How do you pronounce her name? Hosack? I think so. Okay. It's not like Horshack from From Welcome Back Hotter. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think she would have gone out of her way to not pronounce it that way. Okay, good, 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 good. Just to check in. And just to verify, there was one and only dog, Zeke. You know, sometimes you get the Marleys and me where they use a zillion different right. Labrador, but there was well, only one dog, uh, right? Well actually, uh, well, okay, just for the record, there were two dogs. But Zeke was used, I would say, 98% of the time. And you have to have, I guess, emergency dogs if you're going to do a, a show like this. And ideally, they would have had five or three. But they only had two. And, uh, and as it happened, Zeke was so good and so ready and prepared and that he was in it all the time. All right. Well, I'm very glad that you could be a guest on our show. I don't want you to forget doing your errands. You're in Brentwood in a car outside a drugstore. This has been the most magical location we've ever had of any guest on our show. Yeah, hurry. I'm about to get a ticket. Hurry. Okay, hurry, hurry. So we just want to say, everybody, tune in April 28th on the Hallmark Movie Channel. Catch Stephen Weber and Zeke playing Duke. This movie is called Duke. You're going to love it, and it's at 8 o'clock Eastern and Pacific and 7 Central. At this time, thank you very much, Stephen, for being so generous with your time. You hit a home run with this movie, and I look forward to when you're coming back on the show, whenever, when you get a dog that you, your wife, and your two kids are going to love, adore, and you're going to all be a good family, but don't put any rush on it. You're smart in the way you're thinking on that. Thank you so much. I had a lovely time speaking to you. Thank you very much. All right. And so, and I also want to do a shout out to Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. So until next time, this is your flea free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.